away in an ancient land, buried in a forgotten chest, sits VHS tapes. Approximately 15 of them. On these tapes are written but one phrase. Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour, volume whatever. And then little cards say... Okay, so it says a lot of stuff on them. Anyway, mm-hmm. buried in these ancient, in this ancient chest are the tapes, and on them is starring the intrepid explorer Jason C. Klom and the lover Dan Q. Gomiller. This is their story. This is their conversation. What does the Q stand for? Don't worry about it. I don't. All right. Don't worry. Don't. Okay, just did you say I don't know? Don't so don't worry about it. Oh, okay, it really sounded like for a second you just said I don't know. I don't know. Don't worry about it. All right. So just a heads up. Yeah. Just get this out of the way. Yeah. I had a lot to drink at D and D today. <laughs> I had two of those orange things, mm-hmm. one of the ginger ale, and then like this honey beer. Jesus because Christ. I ran out of other drinks. So I'm right. going light and I'm drinking the last of the love frog. Oh, all right. Uh, I have been trying to think of like, I've been trying, I'm throwing not subtle hints at Jen that for my birthday, pretty much all I really want is a whiskey, which, you know, it'd be good to have, because if I sip that on this show, then I, you know, I'll just, it'll, it'll chill me out. I don't need to drink like crazy, especially on the diet. I can't really drink anyway. So. Anyway, since I'm on the diet, yeah. you know the diet, the I'm a douchebag diet, where all I do is tell people how I'm on a diet. I hate you so much. <laughs> to be fair, I break it constant. Well, not constant, but way less than I used to. Oh, good. But I went. Oh, I, here's I'm the thing. Out of you. I went to. Thanks, buddy. I went to Alan and Christina's like engagement party, and they had. Uh-huh. Here's the thing. They had sugar-coated bacon or maple-coated... How, how do I not... I'm a vegetarian, oh too, so I'm that not just... freaking amazing. Yeah, so, like, I'm not just... I didn't just break my diet. I broke my pescatarianism, so... <laughs> and your body, a little bit. Oh, oh, yeah. Like, the, the things that I <laughs> ate there. And her dad is trying to get rid of his wine, okay? So, what? yeah, I, I hate white wine, but I had a white wine from 1974. So, 40 years what? later, it tastes amazing. It tastes like... Honey. Uh, he's trying to get rid of that? Yeah, he just, he doesn't, they don't have the room, they don't want to deal with it, they're trying to get, actually, I think they're mostly trying to get rid of this in-room wine cellar that I is massive. I feel like massive. that, that is one of the definitions of a first world problem. Mm-hmm. We've got this 40-year-old wine, <laughs> I just don't, I just don't want to deal with it anymore. I really expected them to be that people, too. Uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, so one of my, you What know, was all their mustard? Yeah, well, all their mustard, yeah. The, but super sweet people, very nice people. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, they, they, they're just like, what's some more, so what do you want? They like, Alan. Well, no, it's, it's Alan's. Uh, it's it's Christina's parents. Okay, well, yes. Alan's from Minnesota, Daniel. Well, either way, yeah, for Chris- him to have a woman that's worthwhile for you to dress up like Vizzini. No, yeah, absolutely. Or at least, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely true. No, she's a sweetheart. Christina's the best. Um, yeah, so lots of wine, lots of food. I wasn't supposed to eat, and then like, of course, we did a drinking game, and I, it it degraded. I'm like, you know, Jen, I'll just have the, I'll just have the one drink. And then, uh-huh. and up sure. till like day of, I'm like, you know, I've been thinking about it. <laughs> Ended up having several beers, and I, we might have already talked about this, but since all I drank was, yeah, we did, we talked about it last time. Yeah. Since all I drank was piss beer, I was just in garbage condition the next day, so, which I regretted severely. But nice. at least I did not do wine like one of our guests, our, our people did once, which was, mm. yeah. That's, that's not a good idea. Two bottles, like... two bottles of white wine. 
and and then on top of it some Bud Light. Ooh. Yeah, he's a drinker, but uh, could not read by the end of the night. Left the mm-hmm. stage before the end of the show. <laughs> so, speaking of travesties of entertainment. Yeah. Uh, by the way, my beer sponsor is just it's just water with bitters in it. It's fizzy water. Good though. Fizzy water. Bitter fizzy water. Uh-huh. Yum, yum. Uh, so, uh, you wanted... You said, hey, what are we going to watch tonight? And I said, I don't fucking know. And then I realized we hadn't talked about this, and it's Looking Forward related. So we did a pitch tape years ago to turn the original Looking Forward, which at this point was still going to be a TV show, I guess, which I'd still be happy for that. But yeah, uh, put it t- put together like a little pitch tape to Comedy Central, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Depending on outside contributions, this film can lean in any way appropriate for your personal agenda. Conservative, liberal... Curious. This is the movie for you. After all, it's completely improvised and can therefore be tailor-made to your political agenda. What if my viewpoint clashes with your creative team, you ask? Well, worry not. Art- artists will simply be informed that all of their efforts are meant to be ironic. That one works every time. I'm getting an abortion. I'm indifferent. Now watch how it could be with your money. I'm getting an abortion. You're a whore. And I've joined the army. But you're my whore. See how much more interesting it was with your financial contribution? Great irony, boys. You dropping the few names that, you know, no comedy person would care about, but they were still Mm -hmm. in there. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think the sketch, the stuff that we actually wrote and performed for it is actually pretty good. The rest of it is just like, you know, it's scripted, like trailer, like, Hey, here's what happens in the thing that you, you might want to watch, but yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. It's you, me and Matt Sachs and it's good stuff. Yeah. In Matt's apartment. He had just, didn't he just get that apartment or something? Uh, maybe, but yeah. It was, or was it the one, is that the one he moved out of? He did eventually. Yeah, no, that's right. That is, yeah, he moved out of that one, but this is like the, the da- that's downstairs area. the one where that one area. star got murdered. Oh, yeah? Or murdered someone. Really? Oh, I don't remember who it was, but I think I now remember you, us talking yeah. about that at the time. It was, it was a band that was popular in its genre. Like, oh. it was super popular in its genre. Okay. Like, I had, I had friends from college who knew the band okay like they listen to the band on the reg yes. on the reg on the reg yes this is at an archstone which is a it, it, not not in many other cities do you have like um franchised like apartment buildings it's it's a very, <laughs> it's a very LA, LA, thing. la thing yeah and so we were down in the downstairs area that i don't know if he had to pay to rent it or not but if he did wouldn't surprise me matt several times spent money on our productions without Telling you know, it. either without telling me or, you know, I was like, okay, thank you, because I can't afford that. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, so we recorded that, and it's a lot of us, like, here's the thing, it's, you can clearly tell the person who is used to rehearsing lines and learning them, and that's Matt, and then there's you and me, who are like, yeah. kind of futzing our, it was okay, because at least you had a line about, or had had the idea had, to look I at the had script. had this one scene that was about reading cue cards mm-hmm. yeah. and so that worked um but like you popping up into the middle of frame is very funny to me <laughs> there's there's a lot of little like dumb <laughs> sketch a, jokes there was a point part where i remember you mentioned it like pretty much when we did it where i point to my crotch uh-huh oh because there's a, gonna be like a logo there or something was that what the point was 
I forget what the exact thing. I think it had something to to make it sound like. Make it seem like I was implying that we'll go down on. Oh, you. okay. <laughs> Fund uh, it. I don't even know if that was on purpose, but right. it totally worked for that. Yeah. It's, um, where is it? I don't know. It was early on. I think it was the part where I was reading the thing too. Oh, okay. It was the part. Dan's going to try and find it, but... I am. I'm the, remember what it was. The weird thing about this is, of course, you're doing a scripted thing about a show that's entirely improvised. Yeah. Uh, including some of the plots. I don't know. Watch the point. damn video. You'll Watch know what the I'm video. talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll post it on the website. It's, it's um, one by myself. Yeah. And it's it's very funny. I enjoy it. Uh, the, the, I think the best part, though, is... Oh, like, that's yeah. right. I say, are you liberal, conservative... Curious? curious yeah yeah if so this movie's the one for you that's right that's <laughs> so stupid <laughs> uh the my i think my favorite part though is the the part where you and matt do a little scene our abortion scene yeah the abortion scene which we're like you know what we might as well go whole hog in terms of like here's what you're going to expect coming out of our mouth so we did an abortion joke, and then mm-hmm. and then I say, but isn't that boring? Like, how, but here's how it could be with your contribution. Just implying, of course, that we'll do whatever we want as long as you pay us. And then, I don't know. You and we'll do whatever you want yeah, if you pay us. Exactly right. And then you <laughs> and Matt do a little scene, and it's fun, and I say, good irony, boys. Which is a solid Wink. Line. Wink. Uh, I'm a fox. Ding, ding. Uh, so, yeah. I don't know. I enjoy it. It's fun. Clearly, uh, it sold us a TV show, right? We got yeah, a deal we're, out of that. We're, uh, we're well-known, rich comedians. In another dimension. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> I'm getting a, me- a message from Successful Dan. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Jason. <laughs> oh, my. What's so... This is interesting. You, why, why are you called Successful Dan? I feel like Dan in my dimension is pretty successful. He does what he likes to do. He makes good money doing it. <laughs> we sold the show... We didn't have to act it, and we made billions of dollars off of it and its franchises. Wait a minute, we didn't act I'm in it? I'm currently rubbing my body with muddy oil. I can, I, yeah, I can see, that's very strange. <laughs> Wait, why didn't we act in it? I'm so confused. That was the one caveat for the millions and billions of dollars. <laughs> Shit, is that what we have to give up? Uh, oh, this money oil feels so good on my skin. How do you render money down into oil? How do you get? How do you refine money into oil? What is? That? You just pay a million dollars for the strongest press in the world. Okay. You dip the money into the tears of orphans and you crush it until it liquefies. Wow. Mmm, it's so good. All I do all day is rub money oil on my body and watch the television. It's making me very uncomfortable. Well, thanks for... Thank, please, uh, may, yes. maybe don't call this Skype again. I Thank you. I'm though. going to ejaculate in a oh, okay. moment. Okay, uh, there we go. Dan, boy. Yeah, oh, what's up? Oh, boy. That is... He's insufferable. That is the is worst. He? he is. Didn't You couldn't hear it? Fuck, I thought it was a conference call. No, you, no you didn't conference... He was rubbing something called money oil on his body, and then right towards the end, he said he's going to ejaculate. And apparently, all we needed to do to succeed was not act in any of our projects. Are you fucking kidding me? I never acted anyway. I know. I know. I don't know, Dan. I don't know what the fuck. And again, I was offended by him calling himself successful, Dan, because, you know, I don't know. Entertainment successful, Dan. I've had those dreams, I'm just saying. Okay. Well, so he's... That's interesting. So I guess that makes sense if you had a dream... 
there's a dimension where that dream is reality. Yeah, apparently so. Oh. So let's talk about Cash. Cash? Money Cash? Or the Cash the character? Cash the character that I was supposed to do in that <laughs> yeah. video. So while Cash Warwick is a character that was like my... He was the actual campaign manager, and then Matt's character was the co-campaign manager. We mm -hmm. any any By the way, folks, any mistakes that happened which were plenty, uh, in the original film, got fixed via Alan Rickert being cast as a character who had only been mentioned maybe even in writing. And then I'm like, okay, good. Let's, uh, let's, uh, re let's record him filling all of the... Spackling up all the holes in the plot, <laughs> which he did. Uh, you know, it was very nice of him. But, um, yeah, so my buddy Scott Pettis... Like, I mean, when I say buddy, at the time, we definitely had a falling <coughs> out, and he left. Uh, he left L.A. So we, we, even if we hadn't had a falling out... You drove out, a man from L.A.? I, so, you drove so, an actor from L.A.? Several, Who do you think you are, Orson Welles? <laughs> him, and, him and Chad. We're, I was kind of half responsible, at least for them <laughs> really getting out of my life completely. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't, I, I wasn't the nicest person at the time. I've since apologized, and we've made up. But, yeah, anyway, so my good buddy... Scott Pettis played... Scott Pettis, by the way, very funny man. Uh, he was the king of the button. On every one of those scenes, I was like, oh, I'll just cut on a Scott line. That is basically what you do. And uh, <laughs> he he introduced me to John Lutz. Uh, NBA, uh, 30 Rocks John Lutz before he was 30 Rocks John Lutz. He was just Chicago's John Lutz. Had dinner with him one night. Didn't know he'd be famous, so I didn't do anything sexual to him. <sighs> if only. If only I'd have known. Jay, if you mm -hmm. if you took the time to do something sexual to everyone that could just potentially be famous, mm -hmm. you wouldn't have had time to make a movie. That's true, Dan. You know what? Thank you for the perspective. This is why this is why I keep you around as a friend. Well, good. Um, but yeah, so he was to play that character, and then I'm like, Dan is here, and we need someone to fill that role. So we'll just re-record. Basically, I think I decided we were going to start from scratch. Mm -hmm. um, which, I mean, in retrospect. I guess I, I don't know why. I probably did it maybe slightly out of bitterness, but also mostly, like, I don't have, I didn't have any other plot in mind. And in my head, there's no way that there could, like, again, we could have fixed it with a, hey, Jason, here's Dan. Or, you know, uh, any anything. Or, like, hey, my I best. I could have just dragged a chair out. Yep. And sat next to Yeah, 100%. 100%. It would have worked. Because that's how we introduced his character. Is like, he just, he just came in one day. Uh, so... Yeah, so that was, and then uh, he only became Dan Gomiller after, okay, so, because I wrote you into the book. The Hope More, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, well, well, Dan could play Dan if, because we'd only shot, we'd shot a few scenes with you as you, uh, mm -hmm. and I cut around the use of your name as Cash, um, and your blustering personality on camera was enough to signify that this is clearly a new character, his own thing, uh, and uh, gayer, obviously. Uh, his gayer. I mean, he's not again when I, when I say that, folks. He's not like a flamboyantly homosexual man, but under the we decided under the surface he's probably a gay, um, which I guess is a stereotype, but it's he's not playing it stereotypically. That's the only reason why he's in love with Jason. That's exactly right. Right. Um, should he? Should Should Dan like come out? No. I feel like he's. I feel like he probably has to the right people. He's probably like, yeah, no, I'm gay. That's fine. I don't think he's. You know, he doesn't care. He doesn't care that he's gay. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but eventually, yeah, it became Dan because it made it a lot easier and made a lot more sense. And then found out again we could spack all the holes with just one character, making up all of the. God, there's so many rounds of shooting that original movie though. Like, cause there's a 2004 mm -hmm. round. Then things kind of dropped off until, <coughs> honestly, like that was just a few weeks, and then we stopped, and then you came, 
and Scott had already left, so we shot some stuff with you as Cash. Again, a short round of stuff in six and seven, and then after after I lost my room in the apartment, I was trying to cut it all together, and I'm like, fuck it, well, I'll shoot some interviews, and I did shoot some interviews. Oh, pardon me. And then I was working on like two or three projects at the time, trying to just keep myself occupied, and then eventually... I was like, oh, I came upon this idea of, well, we'll record Dan as Dan, and then Matt Allen is... No, I didn't know Allen yet. Shit. So, no, there was, yeah, there was the round we actually did, and then the actual reparative round, where mm-hmm. we shot some 2009 stuff and some 2012 stuff around the same time, because it was actually shooting in 2012. God damn. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's just... I've, I've lost track, Dan. But yeah, because anyway. I... What was it that we were shooting... Mm-hmm. At my office. That was, well, that, I mean, that, that was just. That was reparative stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. Because uh, there's a lot of, like, I'd written up. And there's some interviews that I didn't even get to use at all in that. But that was all, okay, so I have to look at the dates. Because I know we definitely shot some stuff around 2009. And then I used the same camera in 2012 to make, that's what I did. So, okay, so we did yours in actual 2009, I think. And then, because by the time 2012 rolled around, you were already in Idaho, am I, if I'm yes, not mistaken. Yes, okay. 2012 is when I moved here. Okay, so there we go. That makes sense. That's why. And Matt was in Minneapolis by that point, so you guys had to give me like the best video footage you could on whatever cameras you had, and that was fine. Uh, that, that, yeah, my it, camera's way better now than it was then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so there we go. We shot that, some actual stuff in 2009, and then in 2012, when I was finally ready to just say, fuck it, I'm done with it, and I need to actually get this stuff done, we shot bunch of stuff 2009 style and then a bunch of stuff 2012 style on on my 7d uh and then yeah that's how we did it okay so they're cleared up for me and i'm sure that was enthralling <laughs> for the audience 108.6 movie timeline radio movie timeline <laughs> radio well actually we filmed the nude scenes first 108.6 <laughs> that's not how you do it <laughs> uh. that's that is how uh, what's his ass? Tommy Wiseau did it for the room. Mm, mm-hmm. When Blondie McBlonde Blonde showed mm-hmm. up, her first day it was, was the sex scene. Wow. Gross. There's a reason why the second sex scene with her mm-hmm. is the same sex scene. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah, that's awkward. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. It was. She was, I think, a couple weeks in L.A., just moved there as an actress, mm-hmm. and that happened. To her, at her. Oh, <laughs> that's so. I, I'm kind of excited to see if James Frank, James Franco. Oh, hi, good. penis. He said when she showed. <laughs> I, I hope, I hope the the new one, the the movie about it is good. We'll see. Hmm. I like the idea of James Franco playing. I don't like James Franco that much, but I like the idea of him playing Tommy Wiseau. That's funny. To me. <laughs> oh, is he playing Tommy? He's Wiseau? playing Tommy Wiseau, and it he looks, looks more like the other guy. Well, his brother's playing the other guy. Okay. So, and with the wig and the way he's holding his face, I'm like, okay, well done. Well done. You mean like half stroke yes. and high? Yeah, basically. Which is kind of how James Franco looks more often than not anyway. That's I think. true. I can, you know? I can see that. I can see that. So, <laughs> we have not done a segment on the... We, actually, we don't do segments on the show. So, we obviously haven't done this segment on, on, the, on the show in a while. And I don't, uh, well, I don't remember what we originally called it, but I, I've got, I'm, I'm going to come up with a song. I have an idea for a song. Let me just make sure. Okay. Oh, it's totally off. I'm not going to bother tuning it. So, but that's... Jay sings a song on the podcast. Let's see. <clears throat> that's, the, that's the segment. If this room was filled with Simon Pegg, you'd need a peg vent. 
Now it's time for Dan Gomiller to invent a podcast segment. So this is a segment is Dan coming up with a podcast segment. Oh, that one. Yeah, you need to come um, up with a segment, and it, it, it you know, can just be for this episode or something we can reuse in later episodes, because um, this is the one thing that keeps us from being a successful podcast. We do not have, you okay, know, we don't have okay. enough people calling in. We don't have in, a segment. You know? You're right. Yeah. You're right. So, um, so, I guess this is the segment where we, mm-hmm. we discuss the different ways mm-hmm. we have had to tweak audio and video to make it convert from one format to another or extend a cable. Oh my god. Do you have an example in mind? Well, I can I can actually talk about when we when um Aaron and I would podcast Why Did I Buy This? Yes. The computer was in the living room. Uh-huh. And where we would podcast at was the kitchen table in the dining room. Yep. So um I would do a feed out. So I, I had a 50-foot RCA stereo cable. Okay. That's what I had to work with. Sure. So I would feed out the... It, I, I didn't need to do stereo on the microphone side of things. That sure. equalizer will spit out mono. So that made it easier. Mm-hmm. So I would have to convert it. But I don't... So on that end, I could just do... At that end, I could just plug in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, that one's not so bad. I could just plug that in. Sure. Now, remember, the challenge, too, is the headphones aspect of things. Mm, so that mm-hmm. I could hear stuff. Sure. Um, and let's just go with, for before I realized didn't need both, we didn't both need to have headphones, mm-hmm. I was having us both have headphones, too. I see. Okay. So I would feed out from the equalizer. Mm-hmm. I was able just to plug the one end in there. Mm-hmm. And then it would feed out to the line in on the PC. But to do that, I had to take... Um, well, let I me guess. To... Was it an RCA to a 1.8? No, because I needed the stereo sound from it. Mm. So if you plugged in that, mm-hmm. and I didn't have an RCA to stereo 1.8. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that. Okay. So... If I fed it in just like that, mm-hmm. which would have been simple, sure, we would have only gotten one channel. Right. It would have only recorded the right channel. Sure. And it's it's weird if you only have sound in one ear. Yes. Right? Um, because the headphones are actually coming out of the PC. Mm-hmm. So I would take that end. Sure. And then I would put a RCA coupler on it. Mm-hmm. And then plug that into one of those um, male-to-male... RCA splitters. I have one old one of those. Okay. Right? So now it's going male to male. Mm-hmm. And then on that other end, I would I had a coupler that went to RCA to a single stereo plug. Mm-hmm. So there's the in. I sure. got stereo in. Okay. Line in. Now, the other end had to go back to the headphones back at the table. Mm-hmm. So on that end, I could do the mono RCA well, I'm on a one-eighth RCA. Sure. Feed that out through the wire. So then I had to take a coupler. I had to... Oh, but I used... I had to use the the, the end of the thing I used, the, the RCA to one... It wasn't RCA to one-eighth. It was RCA to one-quarter. 
Mm-hmm. And then I had to use the one quarter to one eighth adapter. Okay. So that's why eventually I had a feeling that, that was going to come in. So. The port started shorting out on the back of my PC because of all that weight <laughs> weighing down, bending it. Um, so then on the other direction, I feel like I should be drinking right now. <laughs> I came out. Uh-huh. Um, and then I had an RC R, uh, female to female RCA adapter on the other end. Sure. Right. So like then I had a female end. Mm-hmm. And then I think I would use one of these guys, which is the male to two female. Uh huh. And then I had, I had the male RCA to female one eighth stereos. I had two of those. Uh huh. So by doing that, we could then plug in a headphone into each one of those and get stereo in our headphones. Wow. This. That's. Wow. What's what's the name of this segment, Dan? <laughs> this is the seg. I told you it's. What kind of bullshit did we have to do to get the audio and video working? What kind of bullshit did we have to do to get the audio and video working? And so, then for video, I had. <laughs> I had team team viewer or VNC, whichever one mm-hmm. I happened to have at the time. Mm-hmm. On a small, shitty little Vio laptop, uh-huh. so I could remote into my desktop and watch the recording on the PC. Mm. <clears throat> what kind of shit do we have to do to get the audio and video working? So, one of these days when we talk about the Slightly Shady, maybe even Black Avenger, we'll have mm-hmm. to talk about how you did that too. Oh, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, we're going to have to... Here's the thing. I have captured... Well, uh, I already had a lot of that captured. I just have to go through one or two tapes that might have some additional footage. But I'm going to cut that into something. It's going <laughs> to make no sense, though, especially to anybody else watching. I think what you should do is, for any missing scenes... Uh-huh. Reshoot stuff now? Either reshoot stuff now, mm-hmm. or like how they do on like extras on DVDs and stuff just storyboards mm-hmm. and drawn storyboards <laughs> and follow should. it through mm-hmm. I should you know what I should do that I <laughs> but with do... like the voices like the dialogue is sure. actually doing it I should do storyboards from other movies though. <laughs> I'm just gonna go on other DVDs you know? <laughs> oh that's cool looking I should have done that frankly Slightly Shaded maybe even Black Avenger was our first improv movie because how much script was there really for oh that? yeah no some scenes yes but other scenes no we just pulled mm-hmm. a dan and jay and just like ah yeah. we'll figure it out here's the plot yeah. let's go ah you know i act like i'm an improviser and i mean at this point i guess it counts because i'm 35 but like you know a lot of it's just been l- legit pulling stuff out of my butthole yeah i think i think there was a, a pretty good script for the part that we shot where i was an alien in a spaceship because mm-hmm. it was actually you you popped it up on a monitor yeah. and did the whole conversation on a telephone type. With you playing two different characters too, by the way. You played yeah. two different characters in that. We just cut to, I don't remember exactly how we did it. That was complex. Honestly, that was complex. And I can't remember for the life of me if we actually shot it at night or if we tried to block out windows. I, I feel like we did try we to block... We blocked out windows. Did we really? We did. Oh, God. There's, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, <coughs> there's going to be... By the way, Tuesday... Let's just let's talk about this real quick. So this is Sunday. I don't know when this... I think the next podcast we record is actually be the next one to come out because at this yeah. point, fucking tomorrow's Memorial Day, nobody's going to listen. So I'll, I'll release the next one on a Tuesday. It might end up being the next one we record as well. We're doing it with some very special guests, which I won't say yet, just in case it somehow falls through. But I've already mentioned it online. But they are magicians and one of them is quiet. 
Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. We cannot. It's Penn and Teller. I gave it oh, away. Damn it, Dan. Okay. So let's just say that Penn and Teller are Canadian and sports anchors for Fox Sports, okay, and have names similar to us. Uh, so we're going to be talking to them. At this point, like, you know, I, I know we were intentionally talking shit just because we thought it would be funny to talk shit about them. But now, like, I'm trying to figure out, A, what's the content of this? B, I know they haven't heard our podcast. And C, it's going to be very awkward for them to watch the four-minute video that we have picked for uh, them to watch. Yeah, it was awkward. I started watching it already. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh-huh. Although this is probably going to air after. Yeah, this is going to come out later, so don't worry um, about it. <laughs> one of the first jokes is me being a transvestite yeah. after hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's so, solid. You know, it's it's a, all uphill from there. Oh yeah, it really is. Uh, oh, speaking of which, don't forget to blur that one if you can, so that I can we can upload. Yeah, it. I'm gonna, well, you can blur I, it and then upload tomorrow's it. Tomorrow's Memorial Day, so I have a, I have a free day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so there's there's uh, yeah. So that anyway, I'm trying to figure out what we discuss. So this is going to be weird and see if we actually accomplish any of this. Um, what kind of stuff we're going to discuss with? Uh, I can say it since it probably came out. Jay and Dan from Sports Blah Blah Blah. Um, by the way, <laughs> That's a good start. sports, blah, 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 Fox sports. Um, so, um, they're very funny guys. Actually. I, I've watched some of their sports stuff. They're, they're funny. Their podcast is like, I was, again, you expect sports guys to be super bros, but they're not super bros. They're just, okay. They're, I have an idea. Yes. Okay. What's your idea? Um, what's great is this is going to air after this. Mm-hmm. All these ideas I'm spitballing mm-hmm. out here are going to not happen until no one's going to know about it until after. Yeah, yeah. We need to come up with at least two mm-hmm. segments mm-hmm. and act like it's something we always <laughs> do. <laughs> like, it's just this part of our show. <sighs> yep, they're going to have to deal with it. Are we just and punking do these guys involved, now? <laughs> whatever's involved with that. So now we're just punking these guys who are being kind it's enough the, to give their the, time. It's a test. If we say we do this every podcast, they go, no, you don't. <laughs> Like, oh, you listen. You listen. Okay, good say, point. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. we know. Yeah. They haven't previewed right. the subject matter. Right. Okay. Well, it so would we be. need to come up. It'd be too um, obvious if they were sports or Canada related. Because I am going to bring Absolutely up not. Some, no, they got to yeah. be something like what what we would do. Sure. Okay. Well, I mean, they, like I said, they're going to be forced. They're like, hey, we, we want to just watch the, the, you know, the video on the day. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. That's going to be interesting because that's going to set a weird precedent for how the show is going to go. Okay, so here's the f- mm-hmm. here's the first thing. Yeah. Um, we have to have a segment that involves having paid close attention to the video. <laughs> but we only tell them about that after they've watched it. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the segments. It's, 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 the, it's the game that we play with each other all the sure, time. Sure, 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 sure. You know, as we each take turns picking a segment that we watch, uh-huh. so we, a video that we watch, we ask we ask obscure questions like, "What color uh-huh. was the like shirt uh-huh. that the teddy bear in the background was wearing?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there won't actually be a teddy bear in the background, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's like that's one of the segments is question time with Dan and Jay. Okay, okay. So that's. Right? And then there's time. we have these questions, and they can be legitimate. They can be legitimate questions that they can answer. I mean, we don't have to punk them at that level. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But we act like that's just something we always do, and they should know that if they had listened to mm, our podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good. Even though I so <laughs> there's they'll be like, well, we haven't heard your show. If, if I feel like that's also the final test. They're like, well, obviously mm-hmm. we haven't heard your show, so we're not going to know any of this. So if they say that, they get an automatic. But if they watch the video, it's still a thing. 
That's true. They can still try to answer the question. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. And then we have another segment. These are great is... ideas after having a lot to drink. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one segment that we do on our show yep. throughout the hour. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually does sound like a fun segment that we could do. I know. <laughs> I know. Because there's no curious. way that I would win that ever. <laughs> Like, sometimes I forget to watch it beforehand. I'm like, I think I remember that well enough. Nope, asshole. No, you didn't. Uh, let's see. Oh, what, uh... What's another game that we play? It doesn't have to be related to the video. Sure, sure, sure. Right, right. But that we always, always have to have on our show. Right. Probably shouldn't be private parts related. Uh, no, and it can't be guest related because mm-hmm. it's not. We don't have unless they think we have guests. Oh, see, it's a good point. Every week we have a guest every week, and they always every guest. Oh, here it is. Here it is. <laughs> uh-huh. I got it. Oh no, it is the talent portion of <laughs> our show. <laughs> oh no, they each need to show off. The guests on our show have to show off a secret talent. <laughs> oh man, this is the meanest thing you've ever thought of. <laughs> What's great is we literally have a half an hour to do this episode, too, and four minutes of it is going to be taken up by them watching the video That's and fine. reacting. That's fine. That's fine. It, it won't take long to get through that. That is true, especially once it's realized that, you know, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh god all right that's gonna be fun and i'm also like you know i will i will have a few i'm gonna ask them if if we're allowed to like do because okay so i've been talking about i've been thinking about this lately i used to watch dave letterman all the time and one of my favorite things is whenever he would refer to uh to paul schaefer as that you canadian bastard like he wouldn't do it his announcer (laughs) did it and since dave is gone and since i haven't watched it in a long time you canadian bastard is is, i haven't seen it a long time and i watched since i'm watching news radio over uh, you know, for the sake of the news radio podcast, one of them, because a lot of those writers came from late night, said you Canadian bastard to Dave. And I'm like, okay, one of these motherfuckers invented that, that joke for the show. I'm certain of it. Like, uh, cause they, they, every once in a while would like, they would ape themselves cause it was funny. So I would like for them to be our Canadian bastards, like in a very nice way that I want it to be like, like, Hey, you know, we're cool with you. It's fine that you have jandan.com. I, by the way, I went to look and see if jandan.ca was taken. It is, uh, but uh, yeah, probably by them, but it's not used. I feel like we should get danandj.ca, though, and then make sure we have a Canadian website to compete with them. Uh, just make it the most Canadian we possibly can. Uh, but, like, legit. Not like, hey, Molson, but, like, we, we do, like, uh, we do, do, that's what we do. Once a month, we do mm-hmm. a Canadian podcast where we, like, research Canada, like, wholeheartedly, and then we just talk about... Like, oh, so I read this in the Winnipeg News this week. Like, we just talk, like, maybe even straightforward. That's easy enough. I can do I can totally do (laughs) that. Yeah, we can totally. All right. We're going to consider Canadian podcast, and and they'll think we're full of shit. I want, and I will will be regional. Yeah. I will pick a town and then just report, you know, discuss it as if I lived in that region. I think we should do this, because I also, like, my my favorite podcast is Stop Podcasting Yourself, and this might be the way for, get them via Skype as guests on our show, because... Right. So I have it. I have an. I have a name mm-hmm. for the first segment. Okay. And the thing is, you need to write mm-hmm. a song for each of these segments. Oh, so okay. You play. I'll have to play that later. I won't be able to play it live. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying we need we need to have it so it sounds professional. Okay, 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 sure, sure. So the first one I think we should call "Did You Notice." <laughs> this is very David Letterman already, by the way. <laughs> Did you notice? Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> And then the other one's just our guest secret talents or something. Mm-hmm. That one I'll let you figure out. I mean, 
talent portion is number one. Talent contest. Uh, ask them what like Canadians call a talent contest, and then go from there. So, uh, Paul, did you <laughs> did you hear about the Canadian sportscasters? Uh, no, Dave. What happened with them? I'm just wondering. <laughs> nope. <laughs> You know what? That is that is as solid a David Letterman joke as he ever put any effort into. Because at some point he intentionally gave up. Like I love that about David Letterman. Like I feel like a lot of his thing was just like, ah, uh, nope. This is kind of a long. This is a long con. Like I am funny, but like if I give up, top, then it's part of the joke. Top ten things Canadian sportscasters like. Mm-hmm. Number ten. Mm-hmm. Hockey. <laughs> Ah, hockey. Number nine. <laughs> curling. <laughs> curling. That's right, Dave. Number eight. Gonna... Canadian sports women. <laughs> women. Number what am I, seven. <laughs> yeah. Seven. Number seven. How drunk are you? George Romero. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, no, still. Number working. six. Yeah. <laughs> Sealskin wallets. <laughs> ah, seals. Number five, their moms. It's true. We all do like our moms. Number four. Number four. The musician seal. His wallet. (laughs) Number three. (laughs) Gift cards to, uh, what's that famous food place in (laughs) Canada? (laughs) First of all, you called it Canada. Second of all, what famous food place? No, there's a place. It's because of the tea. That place. Are you Tim Hortons? Yeah. <laughs> Famous Number two. <laughs> number two. Damn it. Xerox copiers. What? Is that and a... number one uh-huh. thing that Canadian sportscasters love, uh-huh. they're wise. <laughs> <laughs> That's David Letterman after, like, like, as if he kept going for another ten years. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like he actually has a... Uh, like a random word generator in the back. He's he's like, oh, I don't hire writers anymore. I real words. What he what he did? No, that's what he's got. Baskin Robbins. He went to uh, he went to Microsoft or whoever developed, and he's like, listen, I want to use Watson to write my show for me now. This is a new experiment. I've decided. No, Dave. Dave comes out of retirement and in 15 years. He's like 82, and he's like, you know what? Uh, yeah, we're gonna redo the show, and I'm just gonna save money and time. Somehow, saving money involves getting Watson Ooh. and licensing him. Oh. Yes. Dude, you know what'd be awesome? Yes. No, I don't. It would be. It would be. It would be fun. Yeah. Do it. So you have your okay. So you're David Letterman or some such. Okay. Right. You have your talk show. Sure. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. Five years. Right. It doesn't have to be crazy. Sure. Five years. Mm-hmm. You go into retirement. Mm-hmm. Twenty years later. Mm-hmm. Twenty years later. Mm-hmm. You come back on the air. Mm-hmm. And you recreate your original show. Are we talking verbatim? <laughs> It would be great, especially if you're keeping it topical early on for the first five. Yeah, no, I like this. First five years have got to be like a real talk show. And then the second half, you've got actors and mm-hmm. you've got scripts. And That's great. Maybe you don't even play you. Maybe it's just sure. you recreate the show, sort of like the American office. <laughs> That'd be great. I like this idea very much. But 20 years, 20 years later. 20 years later. So out of date. So, yeah. like, just anachronistic. It would be like if someone recreated Johnny Carson's first few seasons. All right, let's go do that. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Wow, I like this idea a lot. We're coming up with <laughs> this is the most creative. Now, not we've not ever like been. They, they're not going to show many 
background things. Sure, sure. Or, you know, try to make it like, this is what happened when Johnny... No, it's no. just here... Johnny Carson only updated because it's in it's it's in widescreen. Yeah, right. That's, there you go. I like that. By the way, I found out, speaking of, of that, uh, yeah, news like radio... Emma Stone is playing, I don't know, Hedy Lamar. Sure. Hedy Lamar's famous appearance on... Maybe she did. I don't fucking know. When did she die? Who knows when she died? Dude. I don't know. She could still be alive for all I know. I don't know. David Lerman's forever. That is true. That is and Johnny true. Carson was forever. I. This is the most creative... Now, is it because... It's because you're drunk. I mean, let's. That's probably it. Partly, right? yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not. So I'm a good sounding boy. That. Oh. Yeah. And I got a new bed. You got a new bed. Yeah. We got a king size. Oh, yep. Spring air individually wrapped coil mattress. And is it comfy as fuck? Yeah. That's awesome. God. Although I I, I got some fun stuff today. Uh huh. And I thought it was because of the mattress, and then I found out it's actually a side effect of my new blood pressure medicine. Potentially. Oh. What's that? My. Both my arms were numb when I woke up this morning, and they've been numb all day. Okay. All right. Yeah. They got, like, that little numb tingle going on. That's not... And apparently, that's a side effect of most high blood pressure medicine. Okay. Does that... Okay. Is this that a... means I'm going to stop taking it and call my doctor. And get a new blood pressure medicine. Now, how much are you allowed to drink when you take blood pressure medicine? Can I ask that? The alcohol doesn't really have much of really? on it. Really? All right. That's fine. All right. It probably just elevates your blood pressure, so your blood pressure medicine has to work harder. But right. I imagine. It doesn't have, like, negative effects. With I it. guess diet would affect it more than, than, than alcohol, probably. That probably makes sense. Huh. That's weird. Well... It, it has more interactions with things like ibuprofen and aspirin. Right, right, right. That's just weird to me that your arms and, are numb all day. Yeah, it's not good. No, no, that would. <laughs> I thought me. it was just because I'm like sleeping on a new mattress and I'm like pinching. Now, when you say numb, how numb are we talking? It's just I have the constant. It's like oh, if like your they're fell asleep and you shake it and you just got past the pins and needles part Oof. and you've got that tingle through your arm. Mm. Only always. Mm. That's not good. Can you drive a car like that? Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, everybody. So this is possibly our last podcast. Dan might die. So that's fine. Where am I driving? I, well, I'm just, I'm not saying you're driving right now. What if <laughs> What if your arms are still numb by Tuesday or whenever it added? Yeah, Tuesday. Well, then we'll see, what <laughs> see what happens. Fucking idiot. Oh, good. Well, okay. So we have segments. Did you notice? I'm, I will not, by the way, I'll put more effort into the Did You Notice theme than I did the song where I used a room filled with Simon Pegg. Uh, I just wanted a poor <laughs> rhyme. Uh, but I also don't want, I, much as I love Paul Schaefer, I don't want his intentionally, like, low effort, like, Did You Notice? Bring, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I also don't want to steal, like, again, Stop Podcasting my, Yourself being my favorite show. They have fantastic themes because uh, Dave Shumka is a really good writer. Uh Mm. Yeah, put, put some effort into Did You Notice because I, I, I sort of like the idea of that as an actual segment for us to do. I mean, if something I, cohesive. If I can bust this out before Tuesday and play it like yeah. over the headphones. At least, at least the beta version, man. Yeah. I mean, they don't need to know. <laughs> Did you watch that video? Did you see what happened? Who's wearing a shirt? Who was wearing the pants? Did you see? Did you notice something? Something? Boom! 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 Did you notice? Pop! Pop! Did you notice? Did you 
notice. It won't be that. But I'm just, you know, this is Jason <laughs> Riffering. Riffering? I'm Riffering. Riffering yep. in Canada. Manada. It's the I, so, I got the did you notice idea from like the from highlights of kids. I'm like, what What? What do people do? Uh, yeah. They look for things yeah. in pictures. It's very articulate. Did you man. notice the butterfly? <laughs> I kind of, that's what my first thought was too. Is that, is he thinking about, okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's One weird. of my favorite bits on news radio. It's Sorry. A classic, it's a classic magazine. Mm hmm. There, for the entrepreneur. Uh, one of my favorite episodes, Arcade of News Radio. Sorry, this is going to come up because that it opens with a bit where Lisa's trying to do like... Oh, no, at one point she's trying to do a, a, a puzzle like that. And then people are walking by as she's looking on the back of a cereal box. And like, uh, there's... Uh, what is it? Oh, the cowboy's not wearing cowboy boots. Uh, there's only three balloons. This this one's got three balloons. And then blah, blah, blah. And then Matthew walks by and says, Balloons hadn't been invented yet in cowboy times. That's what he thinks. That's how he thinks the <laughs> ghost is a fucking idiot. Sorry, one of my favorite gags. It's a, it is a solid episode. Solid episode. And the writer of that show is going to do the podcast at some point. So that's going to be fun. What? Yeah, he emailed back and he's like, he, he emailed back and said, yeah, it's my favorite job ever. So I have no problem talking about news radio. And I'm like, so, good. Yes. So ask him, mm -hmm. what percent of writing... Mm -hmm. On an episode that says he's the writer, what percent oh, of writing is actually his? That's coming up. Believe me, that's coming up because like okay. it's. They're, they're, well, I just I want you, I want you to ask him that. Oh, I will. Say Dan said. Dan said, and he's like, who the fuck is Dan? It's like that doesn't matter. Dan said. This. Did you notice Dan? Did you notice Dan? Was that you? Did you bleep? My phone's dying. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, you know what? Give it a give it a kiss on its forehead and wish it the best of luck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Note. Side effect of your blood pressure medicine? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> Is that... Fact time with Dan and Jay. Don't breathe scotch. <laughs> 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 uh, that, was, uh, that was a good lesson you gave the people at home. Yeah. There is no Heimlich for breathing liquid. <laughs> Just so you guys Speaking know. Speaking of, here's, a, here's another interesting fact. Yes. For the folks at home yeah. and you. Mm-hmm. Mr. Heimlich, the guy who invented the maneuver, mm -hmm. used it for the first time legitimately a couple weeks ago. I, I read that. Here's the weird thing. I swear to God I had already read that a couple years ago. That's what's weirding me out. But it, he might, yeah, that's very weird. He just in it. Well, how old was that article? Huh? No, Maybe I it's mean. just making the rounds. Here's the thing. I just wrote Heimlich into Google, and it says, here's five great things this week that he, so he, yeah. Oh. No, it did just happen. But I swear to God I had read that before, but, but. Apparently, I, not. I the, had before it was a lie. Yeah, now it is the truth. It could, it and he talks about how, how how awesome it was. Yeah, he's like it was a great feeling. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, well, that works. It's like ninety six or something. What if the whole time the whole time he's been like, oh god, I hope it works. I hope it's not just coincidence. Oh my god, he's like just the most insecure man on the planet, and he's like, finally, I get to here we go. Oh, yes! Oh my god! Thank you. Oh. <laughs> I was Woo. I was reading I was reading Reddit uh -huh. the comments on Reddit about that article mm -hmm. <laughs> and someone's like all the rest of the times he sat back and said I could help <laughs> and then someone else commented um saying um wait what's uh let's try malaria instead because mm -hmm. apparently there was a period of time recently mm -hmm. like in the, his later years mm -hmm. where he felt that. Infecting someone with malaria will cure other diseases. Uh huh. And a lot of people died from malaria because of him. Ooh. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> All right. 
Okay. So. Oh, here we go. Wikipedia. Thank you. They clear it up. He has done it before, uh, but this was like he told the BBC that in 2003 uh, that he had done it once. So this is the second time. But I mean, you know, he's 96, so it, it works for anybody. So it's that's that's <laughs> why. So that is still. So it's pretty funny to think of the Heimlich guy as only ever doing it twice in his yeah. entire life. Oh, yeah. And most of them were at the end of his life. Yeah. Like, the rest of his life, he never... Someone's like, does anyone know the Heimlich? He's, like, kind of covering mm-hmm. his eyes. Like, oh, oh, Just doesn't want to have to sign any autographs. I have not been practicing. <laughs> I'm just so rusty. <laughs> why? You know, the old the old pipes are out of... Why, why, first of all, why am I Robin Williams? Hello, Dr. Heimlich here. It's the worst version of Patch Adams. Is a shitty sequel. <laughs> Where just di- Dr. Heimlich sits around and watches people die. <laughs> well, let, first of all, we have to see if it works. Okay, give that man a chicken bone. I don't, I don't, I don't need... I just want to eat chicken. No, just eat the chicken bone. It's fine. You'll be all right. <laughs> oh, oh, look at this guy. Ah. And I, yeah, so that's uh, very sad. Very sad movie that never got released. Never got released. The no. Heimlich movie. Lot of, the, every time someone dies, they played Ave Maria. Yeah. Like the guys, you know, they're choking. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Heimlich's not doing anything. It's just. Yeah. And it's like really slow motion. Spittle like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And once it's over, it's just like, mm, check. Okay. Definitely, people do choke. I don't know yep. what this experiment is about. That was, that was the control group. <laughs> what happens if we do not? <laughs> if we do not interfere. What if... Once they die, every single one died. Okay, okay. I have to do it as Robin Williams again. Okay, so here's the thing. You're going to come in. You're playing a doctor. Dr. Placebo is your name. <laughs> You're just going to put your hands have malaria. on your ch- on their on their chest and see if they magically don't choke anymore. Don't push in. None of it. Just, uh, doctor, are you are you sure about this? I think I, I should have come up with an actor to do. Oh, it's it's Michael J. Fox. <clears throat> doc, doc, wait a minute, doc. Are you sure? Should I? I uh, sure shouldn't try and actually push the thing out of. Don't do it. Don't. Do- wait a minute. No, doc. Don't do it, Marty. Don't. What the fuck is going on? I'm not even drinking. Anyway, you guys get the point. It's it's placebo effect. We've got to help this guy. <laughs> no, God damn it. I, I don't know if a control for this is a good idea. Listen, Kevin Pollock, please. I just need you to play a doctor. <laughs> this is all I'm asking. Don't do any voices. Don't do anything. Please. Uh, I can't promise <laughs> anything. And then and then he, the guy laughs so hard that it actually comes out. He's like, "Thank you, Kevin Pollock. You saved my fuck. God damn it." Kevin, you just You're welcome, up thing. Kevin Pollock! I don't know what I really talk like! <laughs> I haven't talked like myself in a decade! Stop doing Pacino! Uh, you're fired. You're fired, Dr. Placebo. I mean, Kevin Pollock. Fuck this. It's a great movie. Very well, I will leave, but I won't be happy about it. <laughs> was he Dudley Moore just said? I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> it was a combination of Orson Welles and Ringo Starr. <laughs> Everybody knows that's Dudley Moore. Everybody does. That's, that's a common one. Uh, Orson Welles was an American, and he talked like that. Sorry, it's just so weird to me. There was, I mean, there was like this mid-Atlantic accent that doesn't exist so much anymore. Usually, you get like fishermen who have the weird accent, or but I'm sure they exist. I mean, yeah, I, what about that's the, why John uh, that, Kerry didn't get elected. There was that one island in the south uh-huh. that's very isolated, okay. and they all have very British-sounding accents. What? What? Really? Because that's where the southern accent came from, was British Sure. Accents. Yeah, no, I mean, that's always seemed... And they're just so isolated that the accent has perpetuated. There's a whole special about it. What's them, the name it? of it? Do you know? 
I'm just going to write down isolated southern island and I'll look it up at some point because <laughs> that's very weird to me. So they're like a they're like a southern cargo cult. Yeah. <laughs> no, because they actually they have the original accent. Everyone else's has changed. That's so fucking weird to me. That is so incredibly strange. But awesome. Like that's I would not think that would actually exist. Um we've actually uh, yeah. Yes. Virgin is all I'm going to I'm going to say this. I feel like what are your thoughts? Should we should we buy danandj.ca? And if we don't, we should at the very least make a Canadian segment of our website now. Um you, Yeah, I think we should I think we should do a canadian segment of our podcast okay okay or okay so we're gonna do like once a month we'll just do we'll do like ca dot there you go ca dot com. that's a good idea that's solid so we're gonna do that and we're gonna uh we'll uh yeah we'll keep you guys updated on all the canadian news i will i, I will personally i will email graham clark of stop podcasting yourself because he's from not vancouver vancouver would be pretty easy to report on but where he's from uh would be difficult we could do winnipeg which is a common punchline in in canadian comedy because it's winnipeg i guess uh dan do you have anything to leave the folks with this week (sighs) just you know be kind to your elders Mm -hmm. and what color suit was matt wearing in the video Oh yeah, I was gonna answer, but I won't do that. That's a good point. Uh, I'm I'm gonna leave people with, with with this thought. Um, you know, you have we. You know, I'll just say this: you have many choices of Dan's and Jay's out there, and we thank you for choosing Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour. Uh, not to say that you can't also choose the Jay and Dan podcast or Jay and Dan on Sports Center, because they, by the way, they were originally on Canadian Sports Center, which has which is spelled T R E. No kidding. It's fantastic. That's bullshit. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we thank you for choosing Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour, and we hope to get you home safely. What are you doing? Bing, bing. Was that the... Oh, that's the noise that tells you the don't use the toilet. Or use the toilet. <laughs> it's to use the toilet. What if, we, what if everybody was so trained to use the toilet at the time? <laughs> they all just piss themselves. It's like... <laughs> Pavlovian response. Well, now I have to pee. <laughs> that only happens with stand-ups, because as we know, they fly constantly. Because they won't let us fucking forget about it. Uh... <laughs> so I was on an airplane recently, because that's the only thing I know. <laughs> and... <laughs> Alright, so you, you remember this about hotels? Fuck! Yes! Yes! Some, no! Sometimes. I've never been in a hotel! Uh, it's also it's what you do! It's your job! <laughs> I work at a Walmart! <laughs> How often does Walmart put me in a hotel? Never! <laughs> so you guys ever uh, stock in uh, ladies' tampons? And, uh, woo! Yeah, tampons! What about the men's tampons? Yeah, that's, that's actually going to be my punchline. All right, thanks. <laughs> Shit. Should, good night should, and good luck. Good night good luck. Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour, the podcast, is a Stolen Dress Entertainment production. It's hosted by Dan Gomiller and Jason Klom and is edited by Jason Klom and produced by Maury Povich. The Dan and Jay's Community Service theme song was composed and performed by Brian Magic Hands Madison. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, read our blogs, read our tweets, watch our videos, and read our books. Please subscribe on iTunes, rate us highly, and write us a shining review. You can like us on Facebook.com slash Hour, follow us on Twitter at Hour, and find everything in one place at DanandJay.com.
Oh, hi. I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickert. Your last name is Rickert? And we are the hosts of Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. I, this is Jason again. I host the well-reputed... Reputed. This is Alan. Reputed Comedy on Vinyl podcast, as well as some others. Alan, though. I've been on some podcasts, also I'm an actor, and have been for nigh on several years. The important part, though, is that while we're close friends, we found a bond when we discovered that we both loved the greatest sitcom of the 90s. Possibly of all time. I won't refute that. The podcast will go through the entire series, from episode one to episode 97. We'll be talking with other fans of the show, people who worked on the show, and you. That's right. Starting today, well, a while ago, but you only knew about it today, you can email your questions about the show, and I'm not kidding here, to freakzilla at scopenet.com. Ah. That's right. We'll either try to get the answers for you ourselves or direct from the people who put the show together. It's a dream come true. You can also call and leave a voicemail for us at 646-801-WNYX. If it's relevant or funny or even stupid, as long as it's news radio related, you have a good chance of it getting played on the show. So please, follow us on Twitter at WNYX News Radio or like us on Facebook.com slash News Radio Podcast. In the coming weeks, basically once we get some important people to sit down and record with us, we'll announce the launch of our first episode. But what if they think this is the first episode? If, if they do, they insult not only me, but also my cane. That's my episode. You can't own an episode. That is my favorite. Mine too, and like everybody else's. This one I like, I keep. This one displeases me. Coming soon on the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. All of this talk of aged lunch meat and ghosts has made me peckish. Equally dumb closing quote. God damn it, Alan. Sorry. Sorry.